What is up, guys? It is Stu. It is What The Fuck Gym Talk. Today, I'm going to give some, for the podcast only, just some context to the video that's being dropped on YouTube today at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Um, as you guys know, I've been uh, creating long-form video, highly better produced, better context. Just um, if you're into watching me jam on certain topics for 15 plus minutes, I'm making some, in my opinion, I think they're really fucking good. My mom told me they were really good. So um, thank you, Susan. But um, anyway, I, I, for you guys, I think you're really going to enjoy them. Today's one is is the one that I'm really excited about. Somebody stole urban movement. Somebody stole my idea of urban movement. Right, And you guys, if you follow my stuff and you've been listening for any period of time, you know I'm probably one of the biggest advocates of good artists borrow and great artists steal. I even you know, titled that entire 45-minute video that I made for the 3 to one Go Growth Summit um, for 2018. If you haven't seen that, that's on YouTube as well. But anyway, I'm, I, I'm a huge proponent of that there's no such thing as original ideas. Right? Everyone is stealing everything. You know, quit bitching and whining when someone steals your blah, blah, blah. And yet, I made a video because a few weeks ago, an individual contacted me and let me know that they had stolen my idea, that they had wanted to franchise it, but they didn't, you know, see any information on the website to do so. So they just went ahead and stole it. And when I mean stole it, I, I literally mean the logo, the font, the the ever like I mean like just literally the the things that are you know you don't want to steal like you'll steal like like ideally we steal ideas and concepts and frameworks we don't steal the actual end granular product right like and I use an example in the video of how I was really intrigued at what Alchemy 365 out in Minneapolis was doing so I contacted Mike Jones he came on the podcast he's the one of the founders of Alchemy 365. And I flew out there afterwards to meet him and, and see his entire operation, kind of get behind the, the curtain, if you will. And I, and I did my research and I spent, fuck, five months creating a class concept that I modeled after his. It is certainly not the same thing. It definitely belongs in the same category. But it, that, you know, that was, uh, in my opinion, how you know, when stealing, it can be great for business, really good business, in fact. And this example that happened to me recently, it was nothing short of being lazy as fuck, just really bad for business. So in this entire video, and I think this video is like around 17 minutes or so, I kind of take everybody through that journey of how that happened. Like I literally, I've got the the voice memos that were sent back and forth between me and this gym. Um, you know what I told them, the advice I gave them. You know my thoughts on this whole thing. What a lot of people don't realize is. You know, when you, if you have large aspirations for your business, which I do, you start playing that game of chess and taking precautions early. So, for example, I have a trademark on hashtag sweat local. Now, that is the only trademark that is officially passed and through, right? Now, Rachel Brenke, who is the lawyer I'm retaining, she's been on the podcast as well, she owns Fit Legally. Rachel is going to be going ahead and helping us create and finalize our asset package. For the entire, for everything, right? And, it, and the reason, if you're asking, well, why have you only done hashtag sweat local in 100% transparency? Because I'm 
the one thing I might not, I, you know, I hope you guys think I'm a lot of things, an asshole, a dit, whatever, but I, I'm not full of shit. I did it because I have never trademarked anything before and I wanted to go through the process myself of going through it. I wanted to know how long it takes. I want to know what the cost was. I want to know which forms do I have to fill in. I, I like knowing how to do things before they, before, you know, telling other people how to do them, right? I actually walk the walk before I talk the talk. So now that I've gone through myself, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense, but I'm not fucking doing that headache again. I'll just pay someone to do it. Rachel is going to be the one to, to run all that through. And so what does that look like? That looks like the logo, the name of the business, maybe some of the, the slogans or taglines that we're running with. I, I don't know. Um, these are all things that, you know, that will come over time, but if we open up multiple locations and if we do franchise, which is something we are strongly, strongly considering, um, we need to be able to have something protected. How are you going to franchise something if you don't, if it's not a protected asset? So anyway, so I'm explaining this to the, to this organization that, that stole my, that stole urban movement and letting them know, Hey guys, you know, you done fucked up. And I really hope you haven't spent a lot of time, energy, and money on any, you know, t-shirts or signage or marketing material or a website with utilizing this this IP because you're not gonna get to use it. Right? And like honestly, this place, they're not like down the street from me. This isn't a completely different state. This place is nine miles away or nine hours away. I'm not even, it's not, you know, I'm not concerned about that. My bigger mission with this entire thing is not to be the guy that tells everyone, oh, stealing's okay, you go ahead and steal, and then bitch when someone steals mine. That, that's not this. I'm not, I'm, I'm not upset. I'm, I'm more or less, I see this individual action as a larger problem that a lot of us have is that we're just lazy as fuck. And we steal things that we've never investigated. Like seriously, like go and steal it. I don't care. Like I, I like I. And ultimately, the only reason I really have to care is legally to protect a trademark via the USPO, the United States Patent and Trademark Office. You must uphold it. You must defend it. Meaning, Rachel is gonna have to send gyms that are utilizing my likeness cease and desist letters. That's legally what we have to do. And, or if you want to keep a trademark, you have to defend it. It's very similar to what you'll hear about domain squatting. You just can't go and buy 30 fucking domains in your area and sit on them and do nothing with them. You have to actually utilize them. So I was, I'm explaining the legalese of this whole part to them. And, they, and listen, this group, by the way, that did this, I'm not like there was no hostility behind their actions. I think it was just more a little bit more just just ignorance and naivete and and just you know not knowing and, and having to move quickly. They had a, they're in a particular situation where they had to get going with something, and I think they saw what I was doing. It really inspired them, and they just instead of letting it you know taking the time to create their own identity with it, they just got lazy as fuck and just copy and pasted, which we've all done. Now in my research and doing this entire thing. Holy shit, this was the most fun part. Like literally, so I went into the gym early on Sunday morning to shoot this entire video. I was shooting video for about four to five hours, editing all that. And in my research, you know, you start, if you guys don't have Google alerts set up, Google alerts are things you should set up for your trademarks, things that you own, um, or things you're intending to possibly own. The Google alerts are set up that just scrapes the internet and finds any and every instance of your phrase, your slogan, your whatever. Anyway, my Google alerts, I go back and look at them and you you wouldn't, you know, what would you know? 
you should see the level of just blatant. When I mean my logo, if any of you guys know my logo, my logo, uh, it's Urban Movement's the name of my gym. And our logo is a, think of a box, a square, but the square's open on one side. It's, it's, it's open. It's not finished, right? And the Urban Movement is outside the box, right? You like that? So, um, so it's outside the box, and that's the logo. And then there's literally, in a, and it's called Babis New for everybody. Just I'm just giving you my exact layout, my font, everything. So I can't believe anyone would be dumb enough to, to do this again after watching this video today and listening to this podcast. But they literally, exact same Babis New font, exact same square, exact same stacking. You know, I have Urban Movement, and they stack their thing on top of their, their two names of their company. And it wasn't just one gym. This is not just one. There are gyms in PA and Colorado and Texas. And, like, there are multiple gyms just blatantly ripping this thing off. And it doesn't make me angry. I really want everyone to understand. I am not angered or upset by it. What I am is I'm just, do you realize this is why I'm going to win? Do you realize that this is why... Guys like me, I'm putting myself in a kid, not Stuart Broward, Urban Movement. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident I'm going to win. But why guys like me are going to win. Because we never have to wait for the next person to make a move. Do you guys remember when you were in sixth and seventh and grade or whatever, you know, fifth grade and you went to the dance? You know, and like you dancing was still kind of awkward. You didn't know whether you were good at it or not. Or maybe some of you guys were fucking awesome. I didn't know if I was good at it. And everyone had to wait for that first person to start dancing Right, and then you would jump in because you felt comfortable because they tested the waters. Make no fucking mistake about it. That's 100% what I'm doing. And I know that you know that you're sitting there waiting to see how this plays out. People are curious. Some people are going to be early adopters. Like we have had it, like the individuals that have reached out to me legitimately reached out because they want to franchise and open an urban movement in, my, in, in their city, whatever. Those conversations are happening. Like, it just took a phone call. Like it's all it took because people have heard my intent to expand the brand. Um, now it, others are watching from afar and are like, Ooh, I, I, I like that. I like what I see. I'm going to go ahead and copy that. And they never get on site to investigate it. You know, I mentioned earlier about me going to Alchemy 365. I went, I traveled, I flew to Minneapolis. I spent time with the owner. I took classes. I saw several studios. I got to meet employees. I got to know about their financials. Like, Nobody does more research. Like I, like again, I, I can only speak for myself. I do my homework and I make informed opinions. I travel and do field trips. I see what else is out there. I speak with the owners. I get to know what's going on so that I can make appropriate decisions to steal things, run them through my branding machine, and then spit out my own version. The some of you guys, and especially in these cases, there are motherfuckers copying what it is I'm doing and they've never been on site. They've never once fucking came in. They have no idea. They are looking at this through the lens of an Instagram gallery off of, you know, some of the B-roll of my what the fuck gym talk videos from what I've talked about on this podcast. That is what they're going after. And then they're going to wonder why they're going to shit the bed and never have the fucking level of success that my that I will or anyone else that truly puts the time and effort to build something even if the original concept was taken elsewhere even if it came from somebody else cuz I do believe there are no such thing as original ideas but I also believe that if you have to keep coming back and fucking coming to my tit and having to wait for all of my like ideas that come across social media you're going to lose and in such 
in such a crash and burn way. Like, do you know how bad it's going to feel for some of these gyms when they don't make it and then they got to put their dick in between their legs and accept that, fuck, it doesn't even feel good because I did it. It wasn't even mine. Like, <laughs> it's, it's literally like, you know, it's one thing to lose when you built a company that you were so bought into, you, but you dreamt about it. You created its DNA while you were taking a shit one day or taking a shower or in a quiet you know, car ride and the ideas came to you. That is, that's why I'm so in love with my brand. You will never be in love with your brand when you stole the, the guts of it, the DNA at the, at the microscopic level from somebody else. It's never going to feel good, especially when you lose and if you're like, well, I'm not going to lose. Fair enough. You might. You might win. I'm gonna, my guess is this, though. You, again, if you, if you wanted to go through and, and steal, and then, you know, again, if, if, even if, let's say, you escaped the legalese of it, right? You were able to run with the logo or whatever it may be. At the end of the day, you still are good. You, like, that is not enough. to. You're like, well, I'll just steal this little bit. And then it's going to spark my creativity. And I think it's like the gateway drug. Everyone thinks, oh, I'm just going to take this thing and then I'll, I'll come up with the rest myself. And maybe you do, but it's not congruent. It's not, it's not synergistic. It doesn't even sound the same. You can't take one person's voice and mix it with somebody else. If Lady Gaga you know, was singing fucking um, you know, Kid Cudi, it wouldn't sound, it might be, actually that collaboration might be really dope. I'm not going to lie. But like, you, you, like one artist who is of a certain genre, a certain mindset, or a certain flavor, taking another artist's lines, it, it comes off, again, like I said, music-wise, I think this collaboration could be kind of cool. But from, a, from branding and carving out a piece of this earth for yourself in the brick-and-mortar fitness scene, I, I, my guess, and I consider myself a smart motherfucker, you're going to lose. And you're going to lose because you won't know what the next play is until whoever it is you're stealing the ideas from comes out with the next play and you're always behind when I come out with a play like I'm like like again wait till you, like what we're doing with the lounge and the co-op working space will be a complete game changer um, the rig getting removed and how I'm maximizing that operational capacity here on December 8th will be a huge game changer um, you're gonna have to wait and then you're already behind the ball Right, like, because when I make a move, I've been sitting on it, trying it, testing it, tasting it, you know, practicing it, going and seeing it other places, making sure it's actually going to work for months and months and months, and then you see the final product, and then you start the process, and you're always going to be behind. You will always be behind if you're not creating this yourself, and if you're like, okay, I get it, I get it, shut the fuck up, Stu, I get it, I need, how do I create it myself, and I and I give you at the end of the video, go, I'm I'm not going to give it away here, go watch the video, and please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I am really enjoying making these long-form videos. The con the feedback I get on these is 10x what I do on my regular Facebook content, and I think it's because of the detail that we go into on them because I have more time. Um, so go subscribe, watch the video, 10:30 a.m. Eastern today. But the process I give you guys, and and the you know starting off in the books to read and kind of starting that process, hit me up. My biggest line of work two years ago as a business consultant for micro gyms was how do I conduct a price raise. I think we've moved on from that. I still, now again, there's plenty of gyms listening to this that are like, fuck, I need that. That can call and book me and you know we can talk about it. I can walk you through it. The biggest piece of work I have right now, brand strategy and design. That is one of the courses from Micro Gym University. I'm really excited to come out. If you need to move faster, because I promise you, you will not be in the Micro Gym University. Nobody will be enrolled earlier than the spring semester. But if you really have some brand strategy and design that you want to flush through, you want to talk about it, you want to know how I take a conceptualized brand, and it might even not even be there. It just might be a gym owner goes, I want a gym. 
and we have to build the brand from the ground up, call me, DM me, book me. That's, that's my biggest piece of work right now, brand strategy and design to help you unjar all the things in your head that you cannot put together in a sentence, in a phrase, in a logo, in a design, in, in whatever, and put it to paper. That, that's what I, I really think that's one of my wheelhouses, right? I, when I really think of what urban movement or uh, what the fuck Gym Talk's going to do on a, on a big scale, brand strategy and design is going to be, I think, one of our winning, um, one of our winning plays. But um, as, as it stands now, guys, if you're if you're sitting there and you're like fuck, I totally know I've ripped off Stu's entire website, like word for word, and I, I do mean that. Like my, if you go to my about me page, the title of it is who we are, right? And it starts, I think it says, you know, started in 2010 as an organic startup, blah 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 blah. Like whatever the copy is that we put on the website, the words, I literally, and we have them in the video. There are dozens of gyms who literally copy and pasted that exact co- the copy on the website and just plugged in their dates. Like in which in that part I don't give a fuck. Like I don't have a trait. Like I don't like it doesn't bother me. What it does though is just lets me know you're gonna be hurting long term because you can't even come up with the copy as to who you are. It's your about me page. It's the it's the page that tells people who you are. In primal branding, we call that your creation story. You can't even write that yourself, you lazy fuck, and like and you think you're gonna win? No, guys like me are gonna show up in your city, open up an urban movement, and eat your fucking lunch. And I cannot wait. Like, I think some of the enjoyment I'm gonna have is part of someone who prop who, who helps rise up the micro gym scene is gonna be showing up in other cities and totally dominating the cocksuckers who cannot take the time to spend it on creativity. And even if you're like, well, I'm just not a creative person, I promise you, you have not spent the appropriate amount of time doing the right exercises to come up with that brand design. So guys, all in all, check out the video, 10.30 a.m., uh, YouTube. I think you're really going to like it. If you can't watch it today because you got classes and all that, watch it tomorrow on the day off. Have a great Thanksgiving. Let me know your thoughts. And if you've stolen anything of mine, like blatantly just stole it, you're halfway there. You are. You're halfway there. Now it's time to go ahead and just make it your own. Give me a call if you want help with it. Peace out, guys. Happy Thanksgiving.